Welcome to episode 242 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host with me. I have Justin. I don't care about no goddamn butthole know-how. All right. Jeremy. Why, oh, why, oh, why, oh, did I ever leave Ohio? Right, because there's nothing in Ohio. What's in, what's in Ohio? We live in Arkansas. Let's not point Wait, fingers. I'm just trying Let's to figure out what. Let's not throw It's closer to... Cincinnati. But other than that, I guess... Akron. Hudson. Hudson, that's Hudson, Ohio. Hudson, is that a, Ohio. Is that a popular place? I don't know. Uh, that's where our voice knock is. Oh, okay. <laughs> really booming out there with that voice knock. I hear it brings all the people to the yard. Yeah. Uh, no, that's milkshakes. So, Jeremy, I, uh, before we got over here, I was looking at the wow stuff that is happening here. Have you heard about all this stuff? Uh, I don't know what all this stuff is. Okay. Flex I've, raid. I've read about the flex raid. Yes, apparently flex, flex, flex. flex, flex. Apparently, uh, this will be yet a separate raid. Yeah, a third raid. People are like, "Oh, I'll have to run a third I'll have raid." To run three raids. People a week. are like complaining about <laughs> what? Okay, six o'clock. No, you don't have to run three. You don't have to do shit. Okay. You die alone, so, all of you. So here's what you got. You Bitches. got looking for raid, where you just randomly get in with 24 other people. And then you'll have your 10 or 25 man with your guild. And then you'll have flex raid. Flex raid is going to drop gear that's in between raid finder and normal. Oh, my God. And you have to have at least 10 people, anywhere between 10 and 25, and it'll scale to the amount of people you have. So it's... Mostly for guilds that can't get 25 but still have more than 10. So if they only have like 17 people, it'll be a 17-man raid. But this doesn't bar you from doing looking for raid or normal, so the 25-man guilds will do all three as they try to get geared up. Right. So there are people that will have to do all three if they want to stay in their guild. Well, And there's not like a, a, a find or anything for it. No, you have, have to, to know the people. You have to queue invite. up. Like, well, not queue up. You have to go there like normal. Yeah, yeah. So, but you can you can do people. But you can do people across realms. So in your battle, it's you cross realm raiding. You can make a guild out mm. of people in. But you still can't do twenty five man cross realm. Right. As far as I know, I guess I don't know. Because if you could, we wouldn't even be pointing out that it's cross realm because it would be a given. Because right. looking for group is cross realm. Or looking for raids across from level thirty nine. Ah oh, man, you're just drafting your ass off now. So what else are we doing? Uh, quests or anything? So like, I'm I, confused I though. Ghost Ghost Crawler said he would like to trank shot his announcement of a new feature in five point four that would be groundbreaking and yeah would be the most important thing of this expansion. But I'm like, isn't the flex raid like the biggest change to WoW? Well, I thought that's what they were talking about. Was that not what he was talking about? From what I can tell, he's not going to tell us what he was talking about. And then that came out. Oh. Because he said, hmm. just pick any feature from 5. Point, pick your favorite feature from 5.4. And that's, that's what I was talking about. Hmm. Um, well, 
talking about. So then it probably is what he was talking about. I don't know. (laughs) Are there any other even noteworthy features in 5.4? I haven't seen any patch notes for 5.4 yet. Um, Not really. However, this flex thing, I didn't think about it before, but right now all the mobs that are, like the quest mobs at the end of the quests on uh, the Isle of Thunder, if... If they're just sitting there, let's say they have like 5 million health, and I start hitting it. As soon as Mandy hits it with her first fireball or whatever, its health jumps up to like 8 million. Oh, so and then if somebody else... So yeah, so if somebody else comes up and hits it, it jumps up to like 12 million. That seems trolling worthy. I think if yeah. they get out of... If, I think if they get out of combat... Just run around with AOEing with your cheapest goes spell. Back <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> but the health percentage stays the same. So if I had him down to 50% already when she hits him, he's still at 50%. Mm. It's just that the rest of the 50% You're still is adding more. Yeah. Points. Um, points. Well, somebody posted that about the whole trying to take back the features or whatever. It's like uh, that he would like to hear something better than nothing because he says... Uh, I just read an MMO champion that an unannounced feature for patch 5.4 is essentially knifed in the belly. As I'm reading the, the tweets, Ghostcrawler suggests that he wishes he never said anything about it. He or, always does that. Or any though. features for that matter. <coughs> stating that he announced announces a new feature of functionality within the game and it doesn't pan out or arrive in time, the community gets upset. My response to that is, what, are you going to just say nothing? Uh, patch 4, 4.4 patch 4. 4 includes blank, you <laughs> know. Uh, it may let down some, but yes, it's uh, far better to tell us your plans, visions, direction, and ideas, and fall short than simply not saying anything. I actually think he has a good response to this, which essentially boils down to, you can't, I can't win, so someone's always going to Right, complain. but I mean, like, I was thinking, like, like... It's just like Dance Studio, like, that's always going to haunt them now. Well, it's better for them to not say anything until it gets on the PTR and we're wowed by it. Right. And it's something I don't they're know. I mean, going like, to I implement think, unless it's yeah. completely broken. I think the guy makes a big point about how that I'd rather hear you say something to let me know that you're actually creative and working on things and like coming up with ideas and stuff. I think to, uh, then uh, nothing to let me know that you're you know stagnant. By this that, point, I know that they're working on something exactly. all the time. Exactly. I'm not worried that they're like, well, patch 5.4 is coming out. We really didn't do anything. Yeah, uh, we just had, we just upped the number. It's gonna break your add-ons probably because yeah. <laughs> they'll be out of date. But we didn't we didn't add anything to it. They're always working on content. There are the next expansion's probably already ready for PTR for crying out loud. Friends and family. They don't. Yeah. It's already ready for friends and family alpha, more than likely. I'm not worried that they're not working on something, and I'd rather them just not even get my hopes up that something awesome is going to happen. Right. And then them be like, oh, that whole Path of the Titans thing, archaeology is going to kind of take that, take the place of that, but... It's kind of funny them bringing up Titan. Yeah. yeah. Why is it funny? Because they can't say Titan. 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 <laughs> Um, do you really want to be saying that word right now? Please? I thought, do you think they should come out with solo dungeons? They already have solo scenarios whenever you're doing Is it certain like a quests. Dungeon? Yeah. I mean, did you say like... There's like a little quest line that goes on in there, and then there's a final boss. It's nothing yeah. too hard, because, you know. Yeah. 
healers have to be able to do Do you think they should make something like that, though, that you could scale to, like, heroic or something? Well, reading this other thing, they're like, we're really trying to, like, herd everybody toward being together to do things. Yeah. We don't, we don't want, we don't want you out there playing by yourself or anything, so I don't. I don't imagine that there will be a solo instance just out I mean, there. maybe it's scalable, kind of like the thing they're doing now with the flex. Should uh, they do? Should they have flex dungeons? No, they're still so worried about people not playing together. I don't think so. Because, like, why not let the flex raid be below ten? What if? What if my guild last year? What if one of them didn't show up? We had to go like drag people from other guilds to get on their alts to come and help us. So why not have like an eight man raid? Why not? Exactly. Why? That's not? what I'm saying. Because so you, they want you to have. There's a certain thing they want to happen. They want everybody to play together, and they want it to not go below a certain level. Uh, E3, by the time uh, Blizzard will be at E3 and Comic Con. I think they'll announce something there. You think they would? I think that BlizzCon... I, think- I was just thinking about this, because if you think about it, it's not uncommon for them to announce to be putting out an expansion, but then go ahead and announce the next one, you know? Yeah, but or I mean, have like, just put out one. That, doesn't that, like, de- you know, devalue Blizz- BlizzCon? To an extent, but I mean, there's, there's plenty of stuff that they mm. need to be announcing this year and talking about. They may announce it, but not really show anything, and then BlizzCon will get the will get the cinematic, right? And I'm thinking, and the reason I'm thinking that is because I I, I honestly believe they are trying to stick to the 18 month schedule with expansions now, especially with how waning the subscribership is. Um, and BlizzCon will be too late for that time schedule because if we stick with that, uh, Mop was September. So you think right? specifically they'll talk about a WoW expansion? Yeah, I think they'll drop the WoW expansion at E3. That's my E3 prediction. We need to tighten the screws on this chair. Uh, but, well, and, then, and then they'll talk about the Blizzard, uh, Blizzard, the Diablo three expansion at BlizzCon, I think, and probably the StarCraft. Well, they probably talk about expansion second, third, third, the, third. the third one. Yeah, yeah, they just did the trailer for right. the second one. Well, they just released the second one like right. a couple months back. Um, character service, by the time people hear this, is going to be shitty, but back to normal. But they're half off right now when we're talking. Mm, character transfers. Yeah, character transfers, names, faction, uh, you know, all that kind Everything. of They're almost at a reasonable change. cost now. Race change. Yeah, almost. Wait, race change, yeah. You can do a race change. Yes. But not a classification change. So yeah. No class change. You can do a gender change. Yeah. And a name change. And a faction change. And a guild a move. And a game change. And a guild move. I'm not sure. Let me say, I don't know if the guild part is actually half off. Let me see. Oh, were you up character, the whole guild? Character, faction, chain, uh, race, appearance, and name. Appearance? All character services are 50% off. I don't... I wonder how many people actually pay to change their face. You can pay the barber to do that, can't you? They'll change your hair. They won't change your face. Oh, is there not a... I thought there was a plastic surgeon Mm-mm. in the game. Hmm. It's a barber shop. Not mm-hmm. a plastic surgeon shop. It's like, I can't even see my face. 
Even if I don't have my helmet on, I still can't see my face. You see it in the little character profile thingy. I doubt that, that doesn't change. Doesn't bother I'm me. I'm that even changes. Is that? I mean, like I'm. I've never like the thing in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, it's your face. Okay. I mean, I've never really like. It's actually seen if it they actually it actually just takes your character model and just push it positions even away, and you still yeah. do the like the like out of the character viewer thing. Yeah. Well, that's if you have an add-on. The regular, the oh, default right. UI is just a picture of you. Hmm. Um. Like on Wow Armory. Yeah. That's all there is really to talk about in WoW, as far as I know. You remember on WoW Armory when you could like make your guy wave or something whenever mm-hmm. somebody came to your page? No, no I, remember, I that. remember that. I remember you could put them in a position. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could have them wave. They wouldn't move. Ah, uh, there we go. What you think in this day and age? Why don't they? You know, well, Why couldn't I just tell them to do an emote? When I'm confused why they took it away. They're like, oh. Oh, they took all that away? Mm-hmm. Well, probably bandwidth. They should never take anything away for bandwidth. Because fuck you. You make <laughs> six million, five million. Well you a say month. that, but I mean like I mean you don't know the strain on the servers if like a bunch of people are like refreshing it and stuff like that. Ah. I don't think it's any more than what Amazon definitely not any more than what Amazon has to deal with. Or yeah. Kickstarter. What I do find has to deal with refreshing is that the official WoW Armory has a link down here to find your character on Figure Prints, Print Warcraft, or WoWhead. Right here, just, just use these. Look other yourself sites. up in WoW. <laughs> it's so much better. All right. So anything else, Jeremy? Not no. Enough. I mean, do anything same else? Same old, same old. All right, Justin. I finished Breaking Bad season four. All right. It's a good stopping point, so I don't feel like I have to watch season five. Is it on Netflix? Right now. No, season five is not Uh, freely available. That's a good stopping point for me. (laughs) When it's it's no longer available to me to watch on Netflix, that's a stopping point. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And season five is only like seven episodes or something, I think. That was just the last one, right? Yeah. They cut it in half purposefully, so it's like I'll just catch up with that when the next one comes out. We complain about that, right? I mean, it's like... Uh, I would, yeah. It's cut in half. But, I mean, like, think about how it is in Europe. I mean, like, most of those BBC shows, not even, like... No, you can't say most of. Um, I mean, I can't... B- most of. You can't reasonably, with do, any kind does, of validity... Do, do they you not, said I couldn't say Are they not mostly, like, six or seven? No, Downton Abbey's, like, ten episodes... Oh. Well, man, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like, like Game of Thrones. They're not ten a season. Right. They're not like elaborate like most shows over there. Like I don't think any show is. They're all live action on a soundstage with people saying jokes that are kind of funny, but not really. And then every once in a while, someone will travel to France and they'll make a show about things. What are you referencing? Yeah, I don't right even know now. what you're referencing either. British comedies, and then BBC shows where there's some British guys like, "Welcome to Paris." Back here is the Eiffel Tower. I will I will say that British comedy in a general sense, like when they're not, it's hard to explain, like when they're not trying to be funny, then it's funny. But when it's like, there's a British sitcom or here's a British comedian, like more often than not, when they're like actively openly trying to be funny, it's like they're, it's like they're Hello, out of Mrs. their own Bucket. skin. No, it's bouquet. I'm French. <laughs> There are some exceptions. I mean, obviously, you know, like Monty Python skit comedy, that's 
I'm talking about the British comedies that come on PBS. Yeah. I also couldn't get into... Uh, I like Mr. Bean. What's the geek when everybody likes? IT, IT crowd. crowd. I, yeah, I was... couldn't... That was not funny. Yeah, was like, not... they were just, like, dropping these jokes. And then I also... I'm done with laugh tracks yeah. for any kind of comedy for the, for the most part. Yeah. Um, anyway. I Yeah. I don't know. I mean, most... It seems like most shows are going to the shorter... Shorter seasons mm-hmm. now. Yeah, sun- Sunday will be the season finale of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Even though it, it, it just it, just it, came it, on. It. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But that's how HBO does. They kind of. It seems like they kind of split up their their. Well, these slots. go these go by the books, so they pretty much just slam all the books into ten hours and. Well, sort of. I mean, apparently they've done a lot of surgery with the with the with the books. There there are characters think, that were supposed to die that haven't. Yeah. But there are characters that the didn't main, exist. The, the main ones still end up dying because otherwise, the rest spoilers, of the story. Spoilers, spoilers. You don't know which main ones I'm talking about. Well, yeah, well, now the main I know ones main still ones die though. Um, I can almost guarantee what, that now, by the end of this show, everybody's going to be dead, <laughs> and that's going to be the end of it. That's a spoiler. Um, spoiler. <laughs> I was going to be like a kid in like a one a village standing on the body. A snow globe. <laughs> no, and then he gets his throat cut, <laughs> or, or some some ruffian comes up and grabs a snow globe and bashes it over his head. It won't be a snow globe. He'll be sitting there with like a model train set that's got the cities that come up out of the thing. Oh in, yeah, in the opening credits. <laughs> uh, God, how good would it be though if they like zoomed out and it was actually just like it was like they did the meta thing of like it was just. A crew just filming the show. They just had cameras pointing yeah, down. Yeah, they just zoomed the... out, and it was like... Why would they do that? Though? I don't know, like, to make it fake. I don't know. I can't... I can't... I keep waiting. I can't think of a funny or, like, I don't know. Like, good reason to do that. Not even every, as, like, every a Every once in a joke. while, I'll search on the internet for someone that made a full working model of that. But nobody's done it yet. Um, but I bet somebody's working on it. Yeah, I would think... Well, I mean, there's obviously things... It's in a that, whole that's lot difficult. of mechanical shit. Right. Shit coming up out of the ground, the ladder creating itself, going up the wall. More than most people probably realize, because if, you, well, if you're not paying attention, you, you don't notice that they specifically show the cities and areas that they're going to. So if you were to make it fully working, it's probably like 20 cities that you would have to have when motorized. This, when, the last, when the episode came on last Sunday, like four minutes in, I was like, damn, we're going to a lot of places. Yeah, it See, probably wasn't that long, but I was like, I don't think I've ever even seen that on the map before. <laughs> the intro is still it, on. The intro is spoilers. <laughs> well, it's funny. I mean, it's like how many properties, how much stuff had already come out before this show had even come out for Game of Thrones? Like, what do you mean? They had a TCG. Oh, I think yeah. they've had like two board games before that. Yeah, you always got to like, how far do they go on these? Like, things? I'm curious yeah. if like. Fantasy Flight's card game and board games would have been better. Sold better. I mean, I assume they would have sold definitely a lot better. Instead of drawings, they had the pictures of the actors on them. But it's just, I wonder how much better it would have been, it would have done sale-wise if they would have released it when this was going on. Rather than like five years ago. Oh, you're talking about the stuff that came before the show. Right, right, right. There's so much that has come out because the show got popular. I figured that's where it all came from. Like the video game. It would have sold more in the beginning. I mean, the card game come out at least five years ago. Mm. 
Probably, well, probably uh, at least eight years ago. There was some kind of video game because I was, somebody had like a high their high score posted on some forum from the Game of Thrones game, and I was like, let's see, Game of Thrones game, Game of Thrones the game dot com. So Game of Thrones is what I'll be is what I'll be watching this weekend. Kind okay. of marathon that uh, season three. Anything else? I uh, started playing uh, Torchlight 2 mm-hmm. with uh, our friend Jason. Mm-hmm. Apologies to Colonel Saren because he had tweeted me at one point like, hey, I saw you playing some Torchlight 2. This was like a month ago. It's like, if you ever want a partner, I was like, oh, cool, man. I mean, you know, I have kind of an erratic schedule. <laughs> so I never got, got it. I mean, I wasn't really planning on playing, but that's what Jason wanted to play. So playing that, I, can't be, I think I might be done with Diablo-type games at least for the next like five years or something. It's just... Just hack and slash and picking up shit, right? The, the fun of the loot and the abilities is just not sufficient enough. You level a lot in Torchlight 2, so, I mean, that, you know, so you almost level too much because it's the kind of thing you level so much that, like, if you level in the middle of the fight, you're like, I'll take care of that the next time I level, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I mean, it's a good it's, Diablo 2 type game. It's just I've, <coughs> I think I've done that too much. I think I'm too jaded. It's an Xbox and PS3 game. Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of those kind of licensed games they give to like a... Like timeline? Tier 4 company and they just shit out a game because they know people will pay for it. Dumbasses on, that don't bother looking at Metacritic or reviews or just really anything. It's made by they just Atlas. Buy. I like Game of Thrones. Bye. Cyanide <laughs> Studio <laughs> and what Atlas. Are? The kind of people that bought the Lost game, you know. Yeah, it was a lost game on three, Xbox like, 360. Wait, that was game. Survivor. I just like, walked around. It had like terrible like grammar and stuff in it, right? It was like poorly written. Like I remember jokes of it, just like screenshots, yeah, of it just coming out. And, I yeah. played a Survivor game on Xbox that I rented. You had to like throw spears at shit, but it looked like 4D boxing. Throw spears at shit. You got me on that one, my friend. It was it was it was Survivor the game. Okay. Anything else, Justin? Start playing Just Cause 2. Okay. Why? Again? Just Cause. <laughs> you hadn't sorry. played it up until now? I tried to play it a couple years ago and couldn't get into it. But uh, but I'm playing it now. Uh, it sounded like fun. Can't yeah. You know? It's fun sometimes. The problem is that the I don't want to do any of the story missions because they all are kind of shitty and not interesting at well, all. The rest of the game is just, hey, let's take over this base that looks exactly like the other base that I just took over. Well, I haven't I haven't done a lot of those, so... And then even I'm though I took that, it over, if I get a story mission there later, I still own it, but it's still full of bad guys until <laughs> after the mission's over. Oh, uh, well, yeah. But anyway, so because I guess because I'm not doing any of the story missions, every time I load in, I start back at the same fucking place, and the mm. island's pretty damn big. Yes, that is correct. Um... You have to so, progress your way across the island by doing the story missions. I probably need to download an unlock of everything, but not everything. You know, just like someone that just let me played start, story only. <laughs> let, let me start somewhere. Right. But I don't know. I'm just kind of dabbling in that. I can't really... I can't bring myself to jump into another game. A, a game I need to play. You still just playing Minigore 2? Yeah, but I got kind of sick of that. Um, probably because I've put at least 30 hours, if I were to average, if I were to guess, into that one. It's good. It's really good, but <coughs> there's only so much you can do before 
you know, things cost so much to upgrade mm-hmm. or whatnot, it's just not fun anymore. Grinding on it. It needs more levels. If they had more levels, I'd be I'd be still playing. But that's, that's a probably, great game. Everybody should play that. CSR racers like that. It starts costing so much to upgrade your car that you just end up doing the plane race over and over and over. Once I hit that point on something, I'm fucking done with that game. One, if I'm on the next to last tier, I'm going to go ahead and get to the last tier and finish it. But then they say that the... This game is a game about collecting cars. I'm like, if it's a game about collecting cars, then the parts wouldn't cost so much because if I got another car, I'd have to start completely over. And even if I got a tier one car, all the all the races, I finished them all except for the just plain drag race. So I can't do all the other ones over again. It's like I would just, I don't see a point in it at all. Mm. The point is to get money from you. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. Uh, so anything else? Nothing else? All right. Did I tell you? I told you about. The guy was like, "Hey, I'll give you my car." So at the end, when you beat the the final boss, it um, he comes and he goes, "Hey, you got, you got, you won two gold for doing that. That's extra. The gold's the stuff that you would buy if you want to do. Mm. They they give you two gold. They give you one gold every time you get a level, and you, two when you beat the boss. He's like." I'll take the two gold, or if you win, you get my car. I'm like, all right, whatever. And then the lady comes up, and she's like, you need a nitrous boost if you want to do this. And I'm like, all right, how much? She's like, I have been able to acquire a nitrous boost for you. And I'm like, oh. Oh, okay, how much is it? And she's like, it's three ninety nine. <laughs> and I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Fuck you. And so I was like, I'm going to race him anyway. And it's like, you, you really should get this nitrous boost if you want to win. And I was like, ah, I got this. I didn't have it. But the next one, <laughs> I upgraded my car all the way and paid five of my leveling up gold to have the mechanic make my car faster for five races, and I, I beat that one. So you don't have to pay it. Uh-oh. You just have to grind for a really long time to get all the upgrades for your car. That's a shitty game. No, that's a well-built game for microtransactions. I guess. I mean, that's the way it got, it got. I um, say it's a shitty game. That fucks consumers. It got like app of the year or some shit from from the Apple Awards last year. Really? Uh, All right, emails then. Um, This email was sent to me on May 9th, and I just now was like, oh shit, I didn't even. I haven't checked that. I guess I read this and I didn't see it, so I forwarded it to letters. (laughs) Um, Well, I mean, I have it on my. I probably read it when it came across, and I just didn't think to forward it to letters. Uh, I said, so I was listening to the most recent episode of The Drunk Tank number 217 and then I listened to an episode of Atlantis from around when you celebrated five years 226 and in it you talk about the movie Moon and the movie Primer where Justin says basically word for word what Gus says and that you need to watch it multiple times Mm. this coincidence was more amazing to me because I listened to these episodes back to back weird anyways thanks for the talking long time listener Shawnee because Primer's been on Netflix for a while. I had meant to watch it for like a year and a half, and I mm-hmm. finally did. Yeah, it was on there, and then it got taken off, and then it comes back. Mm. It's like, it's like, oh, it's got put in the vault. The Netflix vault. <laughs> Guys, you need to watch this movie before it gets put in the... <laughs> we, uh, we, we are now owned by Disney. Yeah. Netflix has been bought by Disney. Uh, this email comes in from Josh. He says, misheard thing. I have a misheard thing that just happened right now while I was working. My female co-worker said to me, quote, Is that the last XL size? Well, maybe the large will fit, but you'll have to stretch it a little. 
end quote. Uh, got your guesses ready? She also said afterwards, quote, <laughs> I wonder what it is. It's clothes. Uh, she also said afterwards, quote, if the customers see you without it on, they would think it's unsanitary. But of course, I don't care if you have it on or not, end quote. Hairnet. It was my coworker mm. talking about gloves, and I work mm. at Taco Bell. I thought it was funny, and I'm sending this on my break. Gloves Walk are up. even worse because they give you a false sense of your hands being clean. Mm. So people will just like keep using the gloved hands. Yeah. And yes, their hands are going to be clean. The gloves are just as dirty. Not so much about them. Oh, I dropped this shit in the floor. Let me pick it up. Yeah. Oh, but I got this glove on, so my, so my hands are clean. Yeah. But... <laughs> Uh, this email comes in from Brian. He says, "Wow, collector's edition." Hey guys, I just listened to your last podcast, and I just wanted to say oh. it's possible like, to add a collector's edition to I any like, account. I, I need to go to my Facebook account. I would like to apologize to this is outcasted because I see your email from like several months ago where you tried to friend me on Facebook. Uh, but he says, "Hey, I just listened to your last podcast, and I just want to say it is possible to add a collector's edition to any account. You just have to." Contact the GM. I upgraded my girlfriend's really? account to Cata, but asked the GM to add the collector's package to my account instead. Also, I'm sure there are a lot of people who still wouldn't mind getting another copy of Miss, especially the ones with multiple accounts, or in my case, my girlfriend's account is still only at Cata. Uh, this other email comes in from Sean. He says, John, come on. Bring John on, period. Cool show, period. <laughs> Thanks, period. Is he so spelling out the period? Or no, you just thanks, like thanks, period. You're my I'm best saying, friend. Bring John on. Cool Stop. show. Stop. Thanks. Stop. It's in Telegraph. And I believe he sent us a PayPal donation. Oh, that's nice. I don't know if that was because... You believe? I don't know if I'm supposed to like, entice give it to, John to You're supposed to, to give it to John. No. How much was it? It's like 15 bucks. You're supposed to give it Fuck to John. No. Not until uh, internet fees for next year are paid. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I guess friend requests just kind of go away. Gover sent sent me an email. He's like, hey, man, I've been meaning to donate to the podcast a long time. You helped me out, and that's even more reason why I should be donating to the podcast. I agree. (laughs) Matt put in a lot of work this week. Oh, you know what? Mandy actually pays attention to this shit, and she probably accepted it. (laughs) She logs in on on the Outlandish podcast page. Uh, Mike Rodan. Uh, he just wanted to point out this uh, thing that somebody had taken magic cards and made Game of Thrones cards out of them. Oh, yeah. No surprise. So, that, I, I don't think the characters in Game of Thrones are interestingly powered enough to make magic cards out of. You, you know, they're kind of like, just all humans. Uh, yeah, you just put like uh, some spins on You make up your own abilities and stuff for them. Yeah, like, but that's well, not interesting to me. Oh. I mean, because it's and there's no flavor to, to that. You're, yeah, but I use like Marvel characters. Wait, this is fake. Those are interesting to make magic cards out of because they have specific powers, and so you mm-hmm. get to interpret that into the world. I was just looking at those yesterday. The last I made Captain America. Guess what colors he is? It's probably red, white, and blue. He's red, white, and blue. So I had to I had to do a little shoe. Does warning. he flank or band or something like that? He has flanking. All right. Uh, he I imagine did, that is some kind of team up ability, like, like right. something that. He can also, uh, you can also pay red and tap him uh-huh. to deal damage to a player, but he gets a negative uh, zero, negative one when uh, he does that because he's throwing a shield, uh, see? Yeah, he loses uh, a little defense. Yeah, okay. Flavor! Does he just deal one damage or do two? What I don't remember. Do <laughs> I know I was just looking at it, but I, I think it was just like a negative. I mean, I think it was just one damage. He should like absorb one for his shield or something, like deflection or something, some kind of like. Yeah. 
That'd be good he for He redirects his. one damage or something, you know, like... Yeah. Or, like, you can tap him to prevent all <coughs> damage to Imagine you gave, him. like, Hulk Rampage or something like that. Yeah, he definitely had Rampage. Yeah. You, uh... There haven't been a post And, like, whatever he takes damage, you, he also adds that many plus one, plus one counters to him yeah. if he survives. I guess that was... And regeneration. Act. I mean, he's really kind of a no... He's one of those... Cl- he's one of those fucking creatures, like, Dark Steel Colossus, where if you play it, you just win. Unless yeah. the unless your opponent has like one of five particular cards, ways to get rid but of you'd them. have to like take him out, take him off yeah. the battlefield, like phase him out. Or yeah, something. remove him from the game, or like return to hand over and over. Or shuffle back in the deck. Jesus, get it away. What are we saying, Jimmy? We have had a contest this year, and I guess you posted it January first. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Somebody on March 9th thanked us for introducing them to Puzzle and Dragons. I'm okay. sorry. I've done. I, I messaged. I mean, I replied to Game Wars. I was like, "Yeah, I'm done with Puzzle Dragon." Yeah, it's just draining me. I was like, "I don't have like I don't know." Just lost on me now. Like it's like whatever. You don't have to explain it. That's what happens with games. I mean, it's the same feeling every time when you get sick of a game. Our posts have reached 56 people last week. Because you that's know, it. you know when you have oh, a page right. like I this, forget. it doesn't go to everybody. I forget oh, they yeah. disabled the RSS feed well that too but so you know about like business things like this right mm-hmm. if you have a hundred people that like you whenever you post something it only go out to like 20 of them mm-hmm. until they start talking about it and then it'll start going out to more mm. uh the all right facebook 3.5 a co-worker told me about a guy opening a store and handing out bags of peanuts to his customers on the first oh, day unless you pay them Right. And told them just to throw the shells down and he would clean it up. This allowed him to see the foot traffic in his store. I thought this was rather ingenious. Like he had given his customers on the first day bags of peanuts and just told them, yeah, just go ahead and just when you're eating them, just throw the shells on the floor. And by this, he was able to track where people would stand or the path. What kind of store was it? I don't know. And then Hmm. by the end of the day, an old lady had slipped and fallen and hit her head. (laughs) And he had to close the store due to the impending lawsuit. Peanut shells on the ground are kind of slippery. I, I mean, I, go into like a steakhouse. I saw like, there was a chick with a with a tray with like six glasses of oh sweet tea. Oh my god! And she slipped on the peanuts and whoosh, everywhere. Did it get on anybody? Like a customer or anything? Uh, Sometimes I think about that no. one. Like we, I went to a, a one of the biggest restaurants I've ever been to in Little Rock, and they sat us right by the uh, the kitchen. I think it was because. We, you know, you should have been wearing more than like t-shirt and jeans there, mm-hmm. but um, so they just like shoved us over by the door by the kitchen, and it was kind of cool because it was so fucking big and busy, but like everything came through there, so they'd bring those trays around, and it would just be like right there by the table, and I always like, oh shit, what if they just like <laughs> all over you? I saw that hot. happen to somebody on the border. They spilled that the drinks. Pretty- oh, okay. They spilled the drinks onto the table, oh, and it God. just went like, yeah. yeah. That that ain't no free meal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's better than having fajitas fall on your head, I suppose? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. And that metal plate's like in your lap or just on you. Ah, you try, to, you try um, to push it off, but then your hand's just ah, attached to it. Do you remember when beta access was pretty exclusive? Game companies actually had the game pretty polished before you got in there. Now it's, whatever, we'll sell them the yeah. beta. <laughs> <laughs> they, you can thank Minecraft. That's EA's I mean, model. 
I don't know. I think it's been happening for MMOs Sim City. for quite a while. SimCity's you know? already got patch 5.0 in the pipeline. 4.0 As came out like two uh, weeks ago. Pre-order bonuses. Well, yeah. But you were talking about like the betas just being kind of like whatever. Yeah. Practically alphas. Like what we would probably call alphas. Uh, how many phone cords do you think are in landfills now? Like, I mean, I was... Like, we, we have switched over at work from... Uh, you know, phone lines to actually just network to IP phones. Yeah, we're doing that. So it's like I just think about like how many people are either on cell phones now or on IP phones. Think of how much over. copper that is. <laughs> I got quite a bit. Yeah, um, I threw away a phone just this weekend. But I mean, think about like there's other stuff I'm sure that you could come up with that has become obsolete that people are probably just like throwing out. As technology advances and stuff like that. Think about just all the old shit that's in the landfill. I'd like to find a really old landfill and just dig through it. Well, relatedly, you heard about they're digging up the uh, the E.T. cartridges landfill in New Mexico. I thought mm. they crushed those. No, apparently it's just urban legend that they're all down there. And so some film company got authorization to, to dig make it up. Do- make a documentary on it. And- yeah, I don't know if it's... I mean, you got to imagine the documentary is more than... Hey, let's dig up the ET car. Well, well, yeah, I'm sure. So I don't know what the full. I'm sure what it is, is is like they cover the span of like ET being like a number one hit movie, and right. then going to the, whoever the fuck made that game. Well, it might be a, a if it might be a documentary about old video games because ET e. that was a ET didn't cause the um what's the word the, the, uh, the collapse of the, of the video game market yeah. at the time, but it was extremely emblematic of it. It was like right then. I like the touchstone. Um, subscription food. You were you, you had picked up on the Jason Chaos num, uh, tweet that he had made. Uh, he says he tweeted says subscription Domino's thirty dollars a month, four medium, two topping pizzas a month. Will you? Uh, what if it was Pizza Hut? And you replied with, "Well, that's seven fifty a pizza. That's not really a deal." Yeah, but I was thinking like so. At what point, I mean, like, do you think you would ever consider, like, joining, like, a membership program for, like, just a restaurant chain or anything? <coughs> I mean, would you have to get, like, 50% off mm. your meals? Like, you I get, mean, like, four. It's going to depend on how much I like the restaurant, mm-hmm. how often I go. No, I mean, it's going to depend on how much I like the restaurant because if I get a good deal, then I'm going to go more often. So, like, if it was Rock and Tacos, I would take I would sign up for like a 25 percent off. That's all I would need. I mean, I, it reminds me of like they used to do. The, I don't know if they still do it. I guess they don't. The Pizza Hut cards you'd be able to buy, and you get like a free pizza with another pizza or something like that. You know, Boy <laughs> Scouts or Girl Scouts, one of the organizations would sell them. Yeah, uh, they had them also for like. I guess other things too. You get the coupon books and stuff like that for places. But I'm just curious. Like, I wonder if I wonder if that could work. Just a sub, a membership thing for restaurants. I think it would do good business for them because it would end up being like a it would end up like being any like any other subscription. People just kind of fucking forget about, it forget about it and they just whatever. yeah yeah. I think subscription models are good things for businesses mm-hmm. in any capacity. A lot of a lot of that like. The subway cards and stuff, they stopped doing because they still had to pay taxes on the extra. Like, if they had buy one, get one free, they had to pay the tax on both, and they weren't doing that, and then people started getting in trouble, so then they just stopped giving away free stuff. Mm. Uh, Think of how different we would be if we had been born with more or less wealth. It's crazy to me to think of how much defines us as a person. Like, 
just like just one aspect. If you change one aspect of when you were growing up or something like that, you could probably change out how your entire life is played out, like or like you how, had, you, like, how you how you are as a person arm when you were six. Or I mean, like, what if just you know your dad or your mom lost an arm? I mean, like the impact. Just the, it's like a butterfly. The crazy <laughs> thing. I was gonna be make a shitty douchey joke and be like, yeah, like what if a butterfly like flew in your face when you were a kid? <laughs> The effect I mean, of and it that. made you sneeze, and that scared your dog. And he went over and scared a herd of cattle, and and then it lifted Damn. up some dust and created a tornado and killed your whole family. Yeah, <laughs> that's that'd be very. Uh, I'd like to see a documentary on that. Like, <laughs> that'd be hard to document, but uh, I, I too would like to see that. They just keep trying. They just keep putting butterflies in kids' faces. Okay, all right, that one didn't sneeze. Next, MythBusters. A lot of talk in the paper about unions against Walmart because uh, since we're Walmart's based in Arkansas, I saw it in the paper ah. quite a bit. Uh, how do we feel about unions? <laughs> That's kind of a political question. Is it? But I mean, my dad was in a union, or is it just? But yeah, economical. No. I don't know. Unions are in the beginning were a fantastic idea. Right now, because they've become it so depends on the union. I guess corrupted, right? Exactly. I mean, or like greedy. It's. I have a personal theory that groups of individuals are inherently evil. Um, mm-hmm. So anytime you and and of course power corrupts, ultimately. So it's you know unions are a good idea. And if you look at countries, you look at countries that don't have unions, and you look at like the horrible ways the corporations are allowed to affect people there, such as the people that make these lovely phones for us. Um, not mine. Mine's. Nowhere near. Yeah, there's no. Yeah. I'm not even. I mean, like, I'm not even sure. Like, what nowadays is like actually manufactured in China, and how, I mean, manufactured um, in USA, and much all electronics. Everything in China. You see that over there? That's made in China. Yeah. So you know, it just a lot of times. Maybe in the like I said, maybe in the beginning it helped, but now it like hinders work because strikes and all that. Well, not only that, but we have an area that has union. Nobody else has a union except this one area for the people that climb telephone poles and shit. Mm. But like if we call somebody out and we need, we need them to reset something, they'll reset it. We'll be like, that didn't fix it. We need to replace it. And they'll be like, I can't do that. I got to call somebody else to come replace it. Cause that's not my job. He has a defined job within the union. And if he does the other guy's job, even though it may be like three hours before that guy can get there, we just have to sit and wait for the other guy to show up. Hmm. And then, like... Yeah, let's not even... Uh, we'll just stop. <laughs> we won't talk about teachers' unions. As usual, things get corrupted. Yeah. And I think that just goes for everything, pretty much. Yeah, because, I mean, there's not really a way to not protect people without everybody being grouped together, right? I mean, it's like it's hard right. to get... Protection in numbers. To get... To watch out for each other without, you know, saying, hey, uh, if something, if we're getting mistreated, we all need to agree to do this. Right. Otherwise, they just fire yeah. the one guy that bitches. Right. And that's what happens for... And that happened when, uh, after the hurricane came through New York, like, the basements of all these buildings started flooding that have, like, the massive network hubs for the entire country. But, like, they would send somebody out there to do something... Like to find where the electric line was, and he's like, "All right, I found him." I'm like, "Oh, where's where's the gas?" And he's like, "Well, that's somebody else. I have to get somebody else to come find that." 
Uh, last thing I got, Joker with water balloons filled with uh, acid and given to children. I'm surprised, like... I Wouldn't mean, the acid like, eat to the water balloon? Well, if it was, like, a special... Special non-rubber I mean, eating For Christ's sakes, we're talking about Joker and Batman and shit. I mean, we're living in a oh, world yeah. where where this kind of shit can exist. So, right. Well, I mean, technically, Batman could exist. He doesn't have any superpowers. <coughs> well, the technology <coughs> doesn't exist. That you know of. I mean, there's that plastic, right? That's resistant to acid. Certain certain plastic certain rubbers, certain, right? I'm thinking of Breaking Bad. There's a uh, there's a key plot man, point in the first you, season. If you need an acid resistant rubber, you need a different girlfriend, <laughs> <laughs> or you need to have a doctor check out your semen content, I if, buddy. Uh, do you think uh, that's aggressive? To quit drinking Mountain Dew <laughs> no. and, and battery for acid. some odd reason. I got my alien and predator mixed up, and I was like, I was gonna say, do you think when a pre- predator starts having its period, it just bleeds all over, acid like all over? But then I was like, that's an alien, and an alien wouldn't have its period unless it was the the queen, yeah, the, maybe. But she has to have babies all the time, like a bee, so there wouldn't there wouldn't be a, a period for that. So what is it? If you, I guess if you have ovaries, then you're most likely to have some form of heat cycle or something like that i I really don't know i don't i don't know that i've ever heard just mammals i know i I don't even know that i've ever heard about like periods and cycles like that for anything besides humans i mean i assume they exist dogs do i assume dogs and cats dogs dogs sadie and lilu both i mean we have to go buy diapers and they have to wear them for two weeks because they get blood everywhere how have i never heard of this before they're spading? Dogs they're spaded, they're... right? No. Oh, maybe that's it. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. You gotta get, you if you get them spayed, it stops. You get them fixed. But well, you're, you're, all about, you're all about breeding them, though, aren't you? No. We got Spencer fixed. Oh. We just hadn't had time to go get Lulu fixed. It's a lot more invasive for a girl dog than it is for, like... Spencer, they just cut his balls off and they're done. Yeah. Lulu, they gotta open her up and take shit out. But if we had gotten Sadie fixed, she wouldn't have got breast cancer and died, so mm. maybe that was a mistake. <laughs> Wait, how does that equate to getting breast cancer? It has something to do... The vet said that we sh- they should get fixed when they're like one year old, and oh. it caused her to have breast cancer. Maybe the body detects that it's no longer going to reproduce because of <laughs> what you've done, so like the, it turns these systems off or something. Or something. Yeah. So it led me to this link. Is it, is it on now? Yes, we're on. It led me to this link um, to video game failures. So I just want to read them off quickly and see if we've heard of them. Um, number one's the 3DO. Yes. I remember that they used to have infomercials oh. for those. And I, I was like, Mom, you have got to give me this 3DO. I never remember any advertising for a 3DO except for like in Sears catalogs. They had, they had infomercials that would come on at like 1 o'clock in the morning and just show you how awesome Philips' new video game system was. <laughs> Is that not... You sure you're not talking about the DVD thing? Or the DV... Is this the one made by Philips? Wait. No, I thought 3DO was made by... It's the CDI. Sorry. Yeah, CDI. CDI. Uh, Amstrad GX4000? Never even... Nope. It came out right before the Mega Drive. Oh, Mega Drive. That was Sega, right? Yeah. What else? Can we keep on going? Apple Bandai Pippin. It was a gaming console designed by Apple and produced by Bandai. Okay. 
in, in the mid 1990s. I remember hearing about that. It had a four speed CD ROM. Oh. They're really trying to be ahead of the game. It was a pretty good one. deal at that time, right? How it was, was it? Uh, $600 at launch. The PS3 right there. The market was already dominated by the Nintendo 64, PlayStation, and Sega Saturn. And it was much more <laughs> no. expensive than the, the competition. The market wasn't dominated by no Sega Saturn. Um, well, it helped to dominate, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, people would have bought a Saturn over an Apple Bandai Pippin. Right. Um, Atari Jaguar. Sure. CDI. Yeah. Commodore 64. Mm-hmm. Commodore wow. CDTV. Commodore 64 was bad? <coughs> it was one of the failures. biggest failures. Oh. Which just means it didn't sell. These are commercial video game failures. Okay. Commodore CDTV. CDTV was launched by Commodore in 1991. It was intended as an all-in-one home multimedia appliance that would play games, music, movies, and other interactive content. It had a single-speed CD-ROM instead of a floppy drive, and it was discontinued in 1993, having only sold 30,000. Digiblast. Nope. Portable console launched by Nico. Oh, Nico's the people that make radio cars. They don't sell anything Nico in the U.S., Seth got this remote control car from somewhere, and the remote didn't come with it. So I, I wrote an email to the people of Nico, which are in like Great Britain, and I was like, "Can you tell me which remote this thing uses so I can buy one?" And they're like, "We don't, we don't have any place that sells those in the United States." And I was like, "Well, I was kind of planning on buying it on the internet, so if you could just tell me which one it is." Right. And they were like, "We think it's this one." Mm. I was like, "You could have just told me you didn't know to begin with. We don't sell those in the U.S." Why the no. fuck would it come without a remote? It, so, these people next door to Mandy's grandmother... I see. ...were getting... They I thought moved, he bought it new. They moved, No. They moved to Dallas, and their house was getting foreclosed on, <laughs> but they left all their stuff there, so they told Mandy's grandma that she could go and get whatever she wanted. It's a good idea. And Awesome for... I got an air compressor out problem. of it, and she got a multifunction printer, and... Anyway, uh... Gizmondo, yeah. a handheld gaming device including GPS and a digital camera released by Tiger. What about that uh, Engadget or Engage? Engage, yeah. That's probably that's, further down. That's two down from here. Okay. Nintendo 64DD. Right. Well, now, technically, I think, well, that only came out in Japan, I think. I don't know that it actually... This drive add-on to the Nintendo 64 was announced at Nintendo Shoshinkai Game Show oh, event. Yeah, makes sense. Japanese. Uh, during its lifetime, 15,000 sets were sold and 85,000 were destroyed. Wow. Why destroy them? Because they didn't sell. Yeah, but I mean, to destroy them doesn't make any sense, right? I mean, I'm right on that. <laughs> yeah, right? I, I agree. If you have a product that's not selling, you just drop the price yeah. until they sell out. Yeah, you don't just... You know what? I'm going to destroy it. Yeah. Sure, because, you know, that makes sense. I'm <laughs> Have they never seen a store go out of business? That's how this works here. You start at a discount and you just keep dropping. Uh, engage. Uh, i got to imagine the Virtue Boys somewhere down in here. Last. Oh, yeah. On the okay. hardware list. Pioneer Laser Active. Oh. Made by the Pioneer Laser Disc Corporation in 1993. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It used laser discs okay. as a game. PSX DVR. All right. I never heard of that. Never. Built upon the PlayStation 2, the PSX enhanced multimedia derivative was touted. Blah 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 blah. It failed in Japan, however, due to its high price and lack of interest. Sega 32X. Yeah. The only way you could play Doom on a Sega. 
You Draw Game Tablet, Ooh, yeah. developed by THQ. Vectrex. That thing killed THQ for all yeah. intents and purposes. Vectrex. The, perhaps the most critically acclaimed failure console, though its independent monitor could display only monochrome visuals, the console's vector-based graphics and arcade-style controller with analog joystick allowed developers to create a strong games library with faithful conversions of arcade hits and critically play, praised exclusives. Did you hear all those positive adjectives in there? Someone who really liked this system wrote that part. Uh, this is perhaps the most critically acclaimed. Yeah. This is the best one of these bad ones. All the-, the games were so fucking awesome. But then it died during the video crash of 1983. It wasn't its fault. Let's see. Uh, and the video game crash. And then last on the hardware list is Virtual Boy. Mm. Software failures. That Virtual Boy was terrible. Yeah. I wonder how they decided this. We're done. We're done. We, we can so. be done with yeah. this. Yeah. Hold on. Really. These, these are Not short. APB All Points Bulletin. Battlecruiser 3000 AD. Beyond Good and Evil. Brutal Legend. Daikatana. Dominion. Duke Nukem Forever. E.T. Grim Fandango. So these are the biggest... Fa- Wait, Grim Fandango was a failure? Known for being the first adventure game by LucasArts. It received positive reviews and numerous awards. Wait, first adventure game by LucasArts? Grim Known Fandango? To use three-dimensional graphics. Okay. Sorry. Uh, you could tell I was incredulous, by the way. My voice went up. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like... I mean, I didn't know... Uh, Grim Fandango's I mean, poor sales. I guess Beyond Good and Evil was... I mean, it, was, it didn't sell well, but it was critically acclaimed. The game sold about 95,000 right. copies. Their poor sales are considered wow. the contributing factor to the demise of the adventure game genre. Mm. Uh, and now they want... people Don't don't people want Beyond Good and Evil too? Yes. Last have, Express, have for a long time. Mad World, Okami, Pac-Man for the Atari 2600. Why haven't they talked about it, though? Making it it's come up. Oh. They even released like a CGI mm. trailer uh, like four years ago, I think. Psychonauts. It sold fewer than 100,000 copies until it was part of the Humble Bundle and then sold 600,000 copies. I just want to point out how many games on this list are Double Fine games, which is actually kind of sad because almost all of these games are also critically loved. Shinmu and Uru. I've never even heard of Uru. Arcade games, iRobot, Jack the Giant Killer, Radar Scope, and Sundance. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I was going to say, wasn't, uh, I guess, could you put down uh, that one that one I talked about like a couple weeks ago, the one that hasn't been released yet, with the dog dragon thing, the dragon thing and the dog thing? Well, it wouldn't be a failure because it never came out. No, I guess so. Although you could call it a failure for however much time and the money they've spent. That right. company has spent trying to make it. That game ain't never coming out. Yeah, it ain't. I really honestly thought it was going to, even through all the bad news. Hey, that's what everybody said about Duke Nukem Forever. That's true. And it, it made and this list. And then we wished that had been true. It made this list. That, that game would have been a lot more interesting if it actually never came out. You know, because then game, it did, and it was a piece every, of shit. Everybody had I these thought, great ideas that were so much better than Duke Nukem Forever. I would rather think about how awesome it was. I thought Duke Nukem Forever was pretty much. I mean, it come out like kind of almost like a Serious Sam, right? I mean, like it was just. It should have been so. Duke Nukem Forever and Serious Sam; those are good comparisons. So, like, Serious Sam is the cult movie that um, is purpose or purposely campy, and it's good in a. In a you know, good in a bad way, and uh, whereas Duke Nukem Forever is like X versus Sever, or one of those, or mm. The Happening, one of those movies that's 
just bad. Like they tried to make it good, but it's just bad. Well, no, not the happening. Sorry, that was a bad example because that's a, as far as I'm concerned, that's a new cult classic. Fucking hilarious. Um, but you know what I mean. Okay. I'll point. I like saying X versus Ever because it's one of the uh, few they what, made, zero percents on Rotten Tomatoes. They made Serious Sam to be the really wildly outrageous Duke Nukem, right? But that means that Duke Nukem can't do that now. Is that that? Is that that shitty uh, Lucy Luke movie yep. with Antonio Banderas or whatever? Antonio Banderas. Uh, I think that's the one. After Earth, man. Oof, man, talk about that. Oof. I was listening to tested the tested podcast today that Gary Wood is on, uh, and I, I just I was just thinking like you know you're not gonna bring it up yeah but I really want some I really want I don't know you know we would if they were like if like Jeremy wrote a movie or something but Jeremy man we kinda... well it's funny too because like Jeff Kanata who's on the Weekend Confirm podcast he al- he also does a lot of movie reviews mm-hmm. and it was funny hearing him bring up After Earth and he was like yeah I, yeah I just saw that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they're all friends, you know. So no, I want to hear somebody that's actually friends with Gary Whitta be fucking honest and be like, yeah, I saw that, and it's terrible, and here are the reasons why, you know. That's hilarious. Yeah, I just saw that. Well, I mean, movie. <laughs> that's a movie he, I watched. I mean, if it's bad because, you know, of Jaden, that, that's no reason to, like, hold back what you're talking about to Gary Whitta, you know, really, yeah, I mean, I honestly. Yeah, I I mean, if, if you feel like the story was decent like if you read the script and you're like this is a pretty alright movie problem is a lot of the reviews I saw said that the story was also one of the weakest parts of oh, the movie uh, it was yeah. in fact one of the reviews one of the blurbs on Rotten Tomatoes was like um, if they'd had more to, if the if they it was it was like if only uh, Shemelian had more to, to work with it, he might have directed a better movie which I thought was uh, funny because you're basically saying that like this guy who has in the last five or seven seven years made terrible fucking movies could have done better if he'd had more to work with <laughs> like you're basically complimenting fucking M. Night Shyamalan yeah yeah uh, alright well thanks for this episode 242 of Outlandish we'll catch you in 243 you can send us an email letters at Outlandish Justin just now got the text message where I said A-F-A-I-K so he had no idea he had no idea that that conversation yeah, took I place that this morning. Like at Twelve something, and then Jeremy replied to it about fifteen minutes later. I think or something like that. But let's see. Uh, thanks for listening to episode two forty two. Send us an email letters at lunchpodcast dot com. You can follow us on Twitter at Cash. You can follow me at Lynch, Matt. You can follow Jeremy at Lynch. Jerry you can follow Justin at Lynch Beats. Um, you can like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Outlandish Podcast. Uh, Justin had asked me while we were paused. Why didn't you talk about Hicks? And I was like, well, because the Kickstarter's over with, and nobody can do a damn thing about, you know, I can't hype, I can't hype it up enough now. I mean, I can't hype it up to right. you because you got to wait till like, 2014 probably to play it. So, we're getting the closed beta, open beta, whatever. Uh, the beta will be open, right? It should be. You know, last couple of weeks of, before launch, probably some will be open. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm sure there'll be an alpha, a closed beta, that way the Kickstarters feel like they've got what they want. You know, they got something nice. Yeah. And then the open bait is a task to test right. how many people they can hold on the server. Because t- at the $10 tier, that's all you get, right? Beta, beta access? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. How many people do you think? I mean, like, I could look because it's closed now. But it's like, really? You didn't want to pay the extra 10 just to get all those boosters and stuff? And like, Is that Squire tier for 20? 20 Squire, yeah. 
And then they added a bunch of extra stuff to that, too. Yeah. Aside from what you got basic. Yeah. Just recently added a few promos to it and stuff like that. But, yeah, I was like, man, I mean, like, $20 tier was such a good deal to get on just to say, hey, I'll try it out, you know? Yeah, I mean, I I can't imagine doing the $10 tier. You should yeah. either not contribute yeah. or do the $20 one tier. One guy, I meant to bring it up. This one guy, uh, during today, during the con- while everything was trying to be bought and sniped and everything like that, yeah. in the comments, one guy was like, I'm not getting. I can't get Grand Grand King, which was the five hundred dollar include and includes all the two fifty packages. He's like, I'm just going to drop my collector then. And I was like, so wait, you can't get you can't get the Grand King one, which includes the collector, which means spending five hundred, yeah. which means you have to really give a shit. Yeah. And so because you can't get that, you're just going to say, I don't even want the partial version of it. Right. Like I don't need, like you're not even going to drop. That that's like rage quitting. Yeah. Right. Like I'm so mad. No, that's stupid. And I was like, and I was like, have we gotten to that point? I mean, it's like kids, you know. Like, well, if I can't get an iPhone 32 gig, I don't want an iPhone 4s. Yeah. You know, like it's like with the parents trying to console it with this other awesome, yeah, still really expensive, but not what he wanted. (laughs) If I can't get the iPad, the newest iPad, I don't want a two generation. You know. The uh, the software break the, on that break that iPad over that kid's head. They're rewriting the iOS because uh, people didn't like the way like the Notepad looked like a real legal Notepad. Oh, uh, skeuomorphic. Yeah, skeuomorphism. And see, um, Steve Jobs is, was always totally into skeuomorphism. That's why it all kind of looks like it. So I'm actually surprised to see Apple be like, "Yes, the king is dead. Finally, we can move forward." I hope it's actually a big advancement. I hope there's a lot of things. Like, that are that are updated about it that we don't realize are could be much better. I don't mind my notepad looking like a real notepad. Yeah, I don't mind it either. It even kind of has like the tear things at the top. Yeah, it's kind of nice. As long as it, at the same time, if it's holding something back, then yes, it's time to upgrade. But don't make it look too cold. It's just going to be a solid. But they should also it's retain it. It's going to look like it. the A in Urbania over there. They should it's retain it look so like that cold steel. So that I can choose and leave it that way if I want to. No. Apple's a you do it the way we tell you that you need it to be done kind of company. Yeah. All right, but anyway, so like in the upcoming months of this podcast, I'll probably talk about Hex. Right. So. All right, thanks for this episode 242 and we'll catch you in 243. Bye. Right, there you go. Say, "Thank you for listening to Outlandish." Thank you, Good enough.